I finally got out of my little rut from last week. Uh, basically, I was having breakdown after breakdown after breakdown for the past seven days, and I don't really know if it's because I was about to start my period, so I was just going crazy, or I was just feeling really overwhelmed, and frankly, I was, I think I was like burnt out because my brain was on constant go, go, go mode, and I kept pushing myself and pushing myself, and I felt like I wasn't getting anywhere. I think I was just super overwhelmed and stressed, and eventually it just led to complete burnout. So after I had my seven breakdowns last week, I just physically could not get myself to do anything anymore, and I spent like the last few days simply laying in bed doing absolutely nothing like i would wake up get up to do whatever i needed to do (laughs) the bathroom and then i would hop back in bed and in the past three days i learned how to crochet so i crocheted a bunch of different flower coasters for my cups just because that was like the easiest thing i could practice doing um so i have a pile of those and i also just spent a few days watching Ginny and georgia so that was basically my weekend after the breakdown crocheting Ginny and georgia sitting in bed all day but it's a new week i'm feeling a lot better i just have to remind myself that it's a new week and a new day and life just goes on i don't really know what i'm saying anymore i think this is i'm still in the kind of aftermath of my brain not functioning so yeah this is today's podcast anyways today i want to jump into the topic of people pleasing People-pleasing has recently become a hot topic on social media, and so I kind of just want to jump in on the conversation and give you my two cents on what people-pleasing is and my personal experiences engaging in the people-pleasing. I'm not really sure what prompted people to suddenly start talking about it, but it was like I went on my For You page and I was scrolling and every few videos, people were talking about people-pleasing. At first, I didn't really have any regard for it because... To be honest, I wasn't entirely sure what people-pleasing was when I started to see the topic surface on social media. I kind of had this different impression of people-pleasing where I thought it was like, I guess, you know how Sharpay on High School Musical kind of gets what she wants at the snap of her fingers? Like, anytime she needs anything, there's always someone there to cater to her? That's kind of what I thought people-pleasing was. Which isn't totally wrong, it's just a very extreme and exaggerated version of it. And so, after scrolling through a few TikToks and seeing what other people had to say about the topic, I kind of gained a better understanding of how people-pleasing plays a role in our everyday lives. And when I took the time to actually stop to watch one of the videos, I was like, hey, I can actually kind of relate to this and then i realized that what i've been doing my whole life is people pleasing so i want to dive more into people pleasing today first off what is people pleasing people pleasing is putting other people's needs before your own it's prioritizing other people's happiness other people's satisfaction other people's peace of mind so that they aren't annoyed or they aren't burdened by you or they aren't inconvenienced by you. And so instead, you kind of go out of your own way and you inconvenience yourself and you put your own needs last for the benefit of other people. Now, if you think about it, it's kind of weird that we feel bad for putting our needs first. We kind of grow up in society learning that putting ourselves first is selfish and wrong and bad so we're kind of conditioned to just have this thought that if we aren't prioritizing other people's needs and we are only looking out for ourselves then 
it's wrong, it's selfish, and it makes us come off as rude and bossy and mean. And so that's why a lot of people tend to people please, which totally shouldn't be the case because why are we living to expend all of our energy and time and convenience on other people, which is fine when you do that, but if it's coming at the cost of your own well-being, for example, your mental health or your time or just, you know, your convenience, it's like, why do we still prioritize it? Why do we always choose the people-pleasing route of putting other people's needs first before our own. That's something that I noticed that I do a lot. And to be honest, I actually never thought about the phrase people-pleasing or what people-pleasing was because I think it's just something that I've done my whole life. So I didn't even really think that it was odd or out of the ordinary until people started calling it out on TikTok. And that's what made me realize, like, why am I doing this, you know? Why am I expending so much energy on other people's needs if it's almost detrimental sometimes to my own well-being? That's exactly what people-pleasing is. So now that we've established what people-pleasing actually is, what does people-pleasing look like? People-pleasing can happen in a number of different ways, but I would say the general term that really captures the actions of what people-pleasing looks like is someone who's being overly accommodating. People tend to be overly accommodating and they tend to just give more of themselves even if they don't have that much to give. They still continue to give, 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 and accommodate. So I want to talk about the few different ways that I think are very frequent when it comes to overly accommodating other people's needs. And these are things in particular that I engage in when I'm people-pleasing. The first thing that I see when people are people-pleasing, oh my gosh, that's kind of a tongue twister. The first thing that I do when I see people being overly accommodating is when they say yes to doing things even when they don't want to. This is the number one thing that I tend to do. And I do this because my anxious brain kind of gets the best of me. Sometimes when people ask me to do things, my initial thought and my initial feeling is to say no. Like, you just know when you want to say no, right? But then you kind of stop yourself and you're like, wait, should I actually say no? I start asking myself things like, you know, if I say no, am I going to disappoint this person? Am I going to inconvenience them and be a whole menace because I'm saying no? Those are the things that start getting caught up in my head and then I go back and forth on, I know I want to say no, but I should just say yes because that's beneficial to the other person. For example, if a friend asks you to hang out, it might not be a time that you actually want to hang out. So your initial thought is like, no, I don't really want to hang out today. But then you start to think about all these other things like, well, my friend took the time to ask me to hang out. Like they actually went out of their way to ask me. And, you know, they have time in their schedules to actually hang out, which is kind of rare. So maybe this is the only time they can hang out. And and they chose to hang out with me. Out of everyone they chose, they chose to hang out with me. So why should I say no? You kind of trick your mind into thinking saying no is the wrong answer because you start to feel guilty. And then it's like, you know, it's easier just to say yes and to people please and to give in to other people's needs and asks than to say no and not know the outcome of what's going to happen after you say no. Like in my brain, if I were to say no, then I start thinking, is this the end of our friendship? Are they going to start talking about me behind my back? Even though that's very highly unlikely that that's going to happen, that's what goes on in my head. And so just saying yes 
is more of reassurance that I'm not inconveniencing the other person in any way. I am more sure of the outcome when I say yes than when I say no. And because I have more control of that and I'm not disappointing anyone, then saying yes is the safer option. So that's one way that people tend to be overly accommodating. The other way that people tend to be overly accommodating is by not speaking up. A lot of the times we don't want to say anything to other people if it's something that we disagree with or if it's something that we don't really like in efforts to avoid confrontation or making someone mad because we are prioritizing other people's feelings before our own. And so we're just absorbing these negative feelings instead of really saying what's on our mind. For example, and this is an example that I saw a lot on social media, was that if a friend is calling you mean names constantly in front of everyone else, or is making jokes about you, but you kind of know deep down that they're not really jokes and they're just straight up making fun of you. Or if your friend is just using you for emotional support and that's all you are to them, or using you as a backup friend when they have no one else to talk to. Basically, if your friend is being a bad friend, A lot of the times, people don't speak up to that and they just take it like a punching bag. They don't want to bring any other stress to the other person and to the situation, and so they rather just take it on their own, and it's really kind of only affecting one person in this friendship. These friends kind of just take and take and take from you. You know, they're getting satisfaction out of making fun of you or, you know, using you as emotional support, whereas for you, it's just draining the energy and the life out of you. I had mentioned in a previous podcast this friend who would only use me for emotional support and only talk to me about her hinge dates and all of that. And throughout that whole period she was talking about just her dates to me, I would people please and I would be like, you go get on that date, you go get that man, you go get that dinner to kind of boost her ego and to give her the response that she wanted because I feared that if I didn't give her, you know, some type of motivating response that she wouldn't want to talk to me anymore because I considered her a close friend and I didn't want to lose that close friend. So I gave into being the emotional support and being the people pleaser. And I was constantly hyping her up and giving her advice during times of distress or sadness, but I was getting nothing in return. And even though I knew that, I continued to give for why at the end of the day, for why? Like I look back and I'm like, why did I boost her ego so much? There was no reason for me to do that because at the same time, I was just exhausted from being the backup therapist friend. And like this whole time, I didn't realize that I was people pleasing. I knew that I was trying to maintain a friendship with someone. I knew I was trying to make someone happy. I knew I was exhausted, but I didn't realize that it was people pleasing. And when it's put so blatantly in front of your face, like, hey, you are people pleasing. Now I'm like, why did I do that? Why am I still doing this? Like, why? You know? And that is one example uh, that I see a lot of people who tend to people-please. The next thing that I see a lot of people doing when they're people-pleasing is matching people's energies. I see a lot of positive things revolving around matching people's energies. Like, ooh, you guys must be super fun to hang out with because you match my energy. Like that type of positive outlook. But matching people's energies can also be a form of people-pleasing because It's kind of like, I need to be this certain way and have this certain energy in order for this person to like me. 
So you might have your innate personality, which is the way you act when you're most comfortable and you feel like you don't have to reserve yourself for any reason. Like you can just be 110% yourself. But then it's like when you hang out with other people or certain people, you feel the need to be different and to act different. Because it's like, what if they don't like my natural personality? Let me just match their personality because people like other people who have similar personalities. Therefore, you tend to people please by morphing who you really are. I am someone who's definitely different around different people. That's because my real personality, like my true self, is someone who's more on the low-key side. Yet I feel like that personality of mine that's kind of just sitting there, vibing, not contributing much verbally, um, I feel like that's not desired by people. Especially in group settings where my friends tend to be more on the fun and outgoing side, I feel like my natural personality just doesn't match those group vibes. And so I have to morph myself to kind of be like this energetic, fun, constantly laughing at everybody's jokes, like making jokes. This is what I feel like I have to be. There's just definitely an energy switch that's not natural for me. But I feel like if I don't act in a certain way, then people just aren't going to continue to want to hang out with me because I'm too low-key for, you know, that type of vibe. So a lot of the times, I feel like like if they randomly decide to go to a club one night, then I kind of feel obligated to be like, yes, girl, that sounds so fun. Like, I want to go. Just give me five minutes. Let me get ready. But really, I'm like, no, I just want to stay in my bed. I just want to sleep. I just want to, I don't know, be alone. But I'm people-pleasing because I want to match the vibes of my group so that they like me and so that I continue to be accepted, which, you know, rip the band-aid off here. I'm telling it to myself as it is, which is really sad. I am giving in just because I'm worried about what other people are thinking of me, even if it comes at the cost of, you know, something like my happiness or my personality. But that's what I do. And then that personality that they see becomes the version that they're used to. This is the only version that they know of me. And so every time I hang out with them, then I'm acting in this sort of way and it becomes draining. There are other things like apologizing excessively, even when something wasn't your fault, you know, taking the blame for something you didn't do or volunteering yourself to do something, even if you know you don't have the time to do it. There's so many ways that we tend to people please. And I think it's good that we're calling them out on social media now because it makes us as individuals more aware of where we could be shifting our energies to better places in life, as opposed to putting it all into pleasing others. So we talked about what people-pleasing is, we talked about what it looks like. Now to get to the root of the problem, why do we even people-please? Why do we spend all of our time trying to please others? I know I talked about how we don't want to disappoint people, how we don't want to confront people, we want to avoid that, and that all boils down to one root thing that, for me, drives my tendency to please other people. And that is a lack of confidence. You know, lack of confidence really influences tons of aspects in life, but I didn't realize it was affecting my tendency to give into pleasing other people. Yet it's the root cause of everything. I lack confidence, therefore I don't stand up for myself. I lack confidence, therefore I act a different way. So I've kind of put together a few reminders for both me and you to help us get through that people-pleasing phase and to help us kind of gain confidence in 
putting our needs first. First off, at the end of the day, is putting your needs first really going to inconvenience the other person that badly? The odds are that no, they're not. If, you know, you can't cater to someone else's needs, are they really going to hate you for it? I know we tend to get in our heads about it, and it it obviously depends on the circumstance, but I feel like more often than not, it's more of us getting in our heads as opposed to the reality of the situation, which is, you know, if they're asking something of you and it's actually super inconvenient for you and you have to say no or you can't cater to that person's needs, the odds are that, you know, nothing bad hopefully is going to happen. But let's say what if you do end up not giving in to the people pleasing and it stirs up a little bit of drama and that person gets mad at you because they're not understanding that you're, you also have needs. Then it's good to realize that why even destroy our own well-being at the expense of people who don't even respect our needs, who aren't even thinking about it, like it's not even worth it at that point. So if drama or conflict does arise... Is it even worth giving that person the extra effort of trying to please them at all? Like, no, at that point, it's just like, you know, there's no point in giving to their needs if they can't even take the time to look from our perspective and to realize that we also have needs that we need to cater to for ourselves. And you know what? If tending to your own needs is going to cause issues, it's not even worth maintaining the relationship. Because at that point, they've only accepted the people-pleasing version of you, and that version of you is the version that's always catering to them. Which leads me to this next thing, and that is that people-pleasing is very much a one-sided relationship. Only one person is getting something good out of the relationship, while the other person is struggling by constantly giving. So these are kind of my reminders to help all of us try to shift from that people-pleasing era to... A more selfish era where we're really focusing on ourselves. Why are we living a life where our priorities are last? Like that doesn't make sense because it's literally our life to live. So we should look out for ourselves and not give in to the needs of others, especially if it's negatively affecting our lives. Okay, helping out others is not a problem at all. Being there for the people that you really love and care about is... Obviously, it's a great thing to do. But if it's for people or situations that are causing unnecessary stress on you, and it's like, why am I even doing this? Then it's like, there's no need to people please. So I think definitely bringing this to light on social media has really made me realize the area that I need to work on in life, which is number one, prioritizing myself a little bit more. Number two, not giving in to the ridiculous asks of other people. And number three, working on confidence. So let me know if you've ever found yourself getting caught up in trying to please other people and what did you do about it? Did you continue to please the other people? Did you realize you were doing it and and then did you stop? Are you still going through your people-pleasing era or have you crawled your way out of it and now you're living your boss girl queen life where you're, you know, you're prioritizing yourself? Let me know how you're doing with all of that and Yeah, that's all I have for today's episode. So thank you so much for listening. And I will see you next week with another episode of Young Adult Problems. Bye, besties.